Hello and welcome to the Disciple Making Podcast, where we're all about helping Christians to become disciple makers. I'm your host, Brad Mann. Today we're going to continue in the conversations that we've been having about beginning disciple making relationships, beginning relationships with people that don't yet know Jesus and wanting to be engaging in those conversations, beginning relationships with people towards to enable us to disciple them towards Jesus. So I'm really excited today to share with you and to introduce you to a friend of mine called John Doze. Johnny and I have known each other for a reasonably long period of time, although it's been interspersed with gaps of, uh, of awareness. But uh, Johnny is incredibly musical. He has once got carpal tunnel because he ripped the electric guitar so hard. But he is also a man that really, really loves Jesus and has passionately encountered the Lord and God is continuing to work in and through him as he looks to serve Jesus. So Johnny, wonderful to have you on the podcast. Welcome. So good to be here with you. Yo, what an absolute privilege to be here. Wow. Um, thank you for asking me to be on the show. I always love sharing my stories of, you know, with the uh, Holy Spirit, mm. you know, how I got to where, you know, where I am now. So, yeah, yeah thanks for having me. Yeah, such a pleasure, Johnny. Maybe just start uh, and give us a little bit of context. Who are you? What's your journey been like with the Lord? And we can go from there. Okay, so let's, okay, cool. So I'm going to try, I keep it short. I do tend to waffle sometimes. But anyway, so I grew up in a a Christian home, went to a like Pentecostal church or like many, but for some reason, you know, even although, you know, we went to these like cool churches, I didn't really know how to know God. Right. You know, I was passionate about Jesus. I don't know if that makes sense, but so I was passionate about him and, you know, and, and, you know, I had a very strong sense of right and wrong. Right. Anyway, so I fast, so like um, fast forwarding in my in my teenage years, I was I was really passionate about God as, as well, but okay. still didn't really have much of a relationship with Him. You know, like I didn't really know how to hear His voice. Right. I can tell you of a few times where He did speak to me, where where like I just knew it was Him. Anyway. In my 20s, I started to get quite lost. I was attending churches, you know, on a regular basis. I was at the Bay Community Church for, you know, for a long time. But um, for some reason, you know, I started to fall away slowly but surely and, you know, had a couple of bad relationships with, with, um, you know, some women. Anyway, you know, made like many, yeah, many mistakes. Right. As um, we all do, really. Yeah. um, Yeah. I made a lot of mistakes and I got to the age of 31 and a bit where I was in a relationship actually with a, a, a phenomenal woman. Mm. But at the time, you know, like, you know, she was broken. I was broken. I didn't actually realize I was broken until I realized I couldn't keep living like this anymore. So I really couldn't, you know, I literally felt God tugging at my heart. And so one day the strength arose in me and I, I, I stood up, I ended the relationship because unfortunately it wasn't healthy. I was doing things, you know, which weren't, you know, helping her and vice versa. Sure. Uh, it's a long story that part. But anyway, I rose up and ended the relationship and it was really, yeah, it was messy, you right. know, um, and so on. But anyway, um, so this part of the story is like, is like quite important because it was at that moment that I said out to the Lord, you know, I'd sort of been Genesis. Right. And and there's a short little verse about this guy, Enoch. It's like, okay, mm. cool. You know, all it says about him is that he walked closely with the Lord. Lord, I was like, so I said out to the Lord, it's like I it's like I prophesied, you mm. know, like over myself. I said to the Lord, you know what, I'm gonna walk closely with you like like Enoch did. And from that day forth, I seeked I seek God relentlessly. I started reading the gospels and like Awesome. And I started seeing, you know, what these guys did. And you know, and eventually, 
yeah, like I came across this verse, which gave me a lot of hope. You know, John 14, 12, it says, you know, it's actually the second half of John, of John 14, 12, where right. it says, he who believes in me will do what I do and greater things. And yes. And so anyway, so... I think I, a lot of us often see that verse and get, it's like a, quite a scary verse to yeah. encounter. But for me, um, it was, it did the opposite. I got really excited. I was awesome. like, yes. So anyway, so I, I studied the word relentlessly every day. After studying it every day, um, I just started doing what the word said. And so, you know, I, you know, this fire started like building up in me. I started going out on the streets. I had no idea what I was doing. Right. I really have no idea what I was doing. After two years of seeking the Lord every day, mm. I finally had what I consider a, like an epic, you know, like born again encounter or like, you know, filled with the Holy Ghost. Right. You know, the moment yeah. where I got baptized again and you yeah, these like powerful men and women of God laid hands on me. I came out the water and suddenly it felt like, it felt like someone, you know, when you go to like the, the like petrol garage. Yes. Now it's kind of weird, but think of like how you, how you fill your car up with petrol. Mm. But now that's how it felt with me. But it, but it started, you know, like from my belly and it just kept going up. Sure. And then it started overflowing. And once it overflew, overflowing. I just knew the good news, but I couldn't always put it into words. Okay. I just knew that I had this radical, tangible peace. Mm. And so basically the next day, there I was. I just went out praying for everyone. And it's like, because like I told them, you've got to have what I have. It's real. Mm. Sure. Yeah. That's so. awesome. And I mean, I can just I can just say from an outside point of view, because mm. I, I knew Johnny probably in that stage, you had drifted away a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, you did. And then I remember bumping into you one day at the Mug and Bean, and it was like this new person came and yeah. spoke to me and I could just see God had done such a work yeah. in your heart. And uh, I've now had the privilege of getting to know you even a bit more as, as God's continued to do that. And that's yeah. been really, really awesome. So, John, I'm so glad that we can share today because today we're talking about that idea of going out, of starting conversations with people, of starting disciple-making relationships with people mm. that don't yet know Jesus. And in my experience as a pastor at a church and having been a Christian for quite some time, it's the part of obedience to Jesus that many of us are not very good at. And so it's my hope that we're going to encourage one another today as we share some of those stories. And, mm. and I love the place that you've started from, because I think for me, that's so critical. Like when we talk about doing evangelism, we talk about going out and, and beginning disciple making relationships with people. It's not something we do because it's a duty. Mm. It's not something we do because like, you know, like, okay, we have to do it. Cause like Jesus said, you know, go and make yeah. disciples. It's because of what God has done in me that like, mm. I almost can't keep quiet about it. Yeah. And I, you know, I remember I was that guy in my, friendship circle when I'd just been saved and you know you're like hey guys are you coming to church with me this week like I've encountered this God you really know about it and some people respond and some people don't and then for many of us that fire can often die in that in that early stage of our, our Christian journey so just love to hear from you as you've kind of pressed into that and continue to seek the Lord continue to seek having those conversations tell us about some of the moments that you've had as you've encountered people um, mm, as mm. you've gone out and just being as obedient as you can be okay well I think you know where I can start well from that moment uh, the day after um, of being baptized I really felt like a new man look I was desperate for it hey? yeah I was really I couldn't live the way I was anymore so it started out going out and I just I just, <laughs> I would just go up to people and just be like, Hey man, you know, like I've got this piece and mm. like, you know, guys would be, okay, cool. That's great, man. That's cool. So it's started off by just 
by oh. just, you know, getting it flowing. Hmm. Would it just be anyone? Would you just see someone and decide I'm going to go talk to them? Or Yeah, because, yeah, cause, you know, like, honestly, I had nowhere, no idea where to start. So I right. just started going out. But anyway, so like, so, so you know, so basically started with like encouraging people, even just, you know, wherever you go, wherever I went, you know, to the shops, mm. to spa, to wherever, I would just encourage the, the uh, cashier, yeah, you know, tell them that like, that Jesus loves them and so on. But then it started going like quite a few steps further where, okay. you know, of, because when you engage people, um, many people in South Africa, especially if you're in other parts of the world, I think it's different, but in South Africa, many people think that if you go talk to them randomly, like if you want something from them. Yeah. So, so basically oh. Holy Spirit started teaching me how to, how do you like start conversations with people? Um, you know, with some people, I was rejected a lot, mm. you know, and I still am rejected, but I've gotten better at it. Anyway, I'm getting to the point. No, I mean, so, th this this is really great, Johnny, because yeah. I think let's talk about that for a moment. This observation that you made, like people really think you're out to sell them something. Yes. Right. You know, and, and so people don't want to engage in spiritual conversation, generally speaking, or at least we think that. Yeah. And as soon as someone thinks, hey, you know, this person's only talking to me because they want to sell me something. They want to give me some religion mm. that they have. That people are very close to that. Yeah. I mean, I've got an app on my phone to prevent people cold calling me because, you know, <laughs> ain't nobody got time for that, right? <laughs> okay. And so, I mean, yeah, tell us about what God began to teach you in initiating okay. these conversations. All right. So, so basically those first, okay, this happened in July. I'll tell you why I'm telling you this. Okay. July this last year. No, no, July. We haven't had July yet. Yeah, 2016 year. or so. Okay. That was when, or 2017. It wasn't that long ago, four years, four or five years ago, we had that born again experience and I started going out all the time and so on. And honestly, my success rate was very low. Right. Like I, I was enthusiastic, but, but um, I remember there was this love and this compassion, this mm. deep compassion for people. Right. And some people, some people will receive you, but sometimes you don't know, don't know how to go further. So yeah. I started praying, Lord, I need help. So Holy Spirit started teaching me, but then I came across this guy, Arthur Dilly. Right. And so actually through my dad and, and so basically he started discipling me because yeah, you know, he's a, yeah. So like he's an evangelist as well mm. and he started giving me great tips. You see, so that's like, I know we kind of taking a step forward, maybe into your like much higher level, but you know, you know, mentorship, you know, just like Jesus taught the disciples, you know, um, and we don't know everything he taught them, mm. but but we've got enough in the word because Absolutely. the word is enough. So anyway, so he started giving me tips, you know, about, about, yeah, you know, starting conversations with people, finding out what they do. And I'm always listening very carefully to what they're saying. Okay. So, so for example, some people will just open up to you more and those people give you an in straight away. So, right. because I'm always looking for an in, um, getting more to the point. So Holy Spirit. Yeah. He started teaching me, you know what, listen to what they do. And just like I, he, I, you know, Jesus, mm -hmm. you know, he taught people like about the kingdom using parables so they yes. could like at least have, you know, try and understand what the kingdom of, of God is like, but in their language. Mm. So that's what I'm, I started doing. Okay. So I started telling people, you know what, you engage in conversation, you know, and then I started, I started telling them about some of my experiences, you know, of how, you know, what my testimony and that I'm really here because I want to be here, you know, like I want to talk to you because, because you know what, yeah, like I didn't have peace. I was broken. I, I, you know, all that stuff. I was, I was really lost. And mm. so, you know, like Paul talks about the most excellent way is love, you know, love mm. is kind, love is patient, all that stuff. So, yeah. you know, so when we, 
go, you know, preaching the gospel, you know, to people. Yeah, you know, like Holy Spirit, he showed me, you know, if you can see a person, you can go up to them. Mm. You know, you don't have to wait. But right. when you go, then I lead you and listen to my voice. Mm. So, yeah, um, I know I'm kind of talking a bit, I'm talking around about, you know, quite a bit. I'm trying mm. to get to the point, but I don't know if this is making sense. Well, I think we're getting somewhere. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe just to to tie a few things in. Then, so one of the things he says, you kind of you want to listen to their story, and then like mm. Je- what Jesus would do is he would often explain parts of the kingdom in everyday language yeah. that would be relatable to people, although sometimes would hide the meaning from them as well. Yeah. But um, it was it was this explanation of the kingdom for you. Was that just an expression of your testimony then in a way that was relatable to them or with, are there instances, for instance, can you think of moments where like God actually revealed something and you were able to share a kingdom truth in a way yeah, that yeah. applied into what the person had been telling you? Yeah. So, okay. So, okay. Good question. So yes. So and many times there were actually like words and knowledge with the, you know, with the Lord, you know, dropped them into my spirit. Now the thing is about a word and knowledge is when these things start happening, you know, you don't actually know initially if it is Holy Spirit. Right. And so let's just pause for a moment in mm. case we've got people listening. They're like, what the heck is a word of knowledge? Yes. Like, I don't know where you're coming from. When we talk about a word of knowledge, we're talking about something that we that enters into our minds. Mm. And we believe it's a piece of information about someone else. Mm. Um, mm. In this kind of context, someone that we're now talking to, mm. something that God has revealed to us about their life, which may be either spiritual or it may be personal or... It, might be very random, but it usually God is giving us giving it to us for a purpose. Hey, is that yeah, fair? yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. So, for example, um, he has an example of here. You know, like okay, so like I visited a church the one day. Okay, just to give you an example of, you know, like of a word of knowledge, and this random guy comes up to me who I don't know, and mm. he says to me, "Hey, can you pray for me?" I'm like, "Okay." He says, you know, like, I've got a headache. Okay, cool, you got a headache. But it's really bad. Right. So, like, I start praying for him, and suddenly I hear the I hear this voice. Now, this is the first time I actually heard it. You know, so the voice came and said, the problem is in his neck. I'm like, what? You know, so right. anyway, so then I said to you, like, do you have pain in your neck? He's like, yeah, it's really sore. So then, like, all I did was said, in Jesus' name, I command your neck to be to be healed mm. and he's like he's like okay cool thanks he like walked away came back two minutes later and said oh my word my headache is completely gone it wasn't a headache he was actually suffering from migraines right and then he took my number and the, the next day he called me because he said he said he couldn't understand why his, why his glasses weren't working anymore he said when he put his glasses on his sight was blurry where before you know, his sight was blurry, you know, like without his glasses. Right. And so the optometrist looked at his eyes and said to him, you've got new eyes. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. So so basically that's when I really started hearing. That was the first time. That was that was like about December, about 2016 or 2017. After that, it started happening more, more and more frequently. Okay. So sometimes the, you know, the Lord will like whisper it to you, you know, like uh, gently... But one thing I've learned is that when you're going out, sometimes you don't even have to go out intentionally. So Mm. you can be on your way shopping. And when you go out, say to the Lord, you know what, Lord, I'm making you available to work with me. I Mm. partner with you, Holy Spirit. I partner with every gift you put in with me. Mm. You put in me. And so sometimes I would be standing next to a person, you know, looking at the vegetables. Mm. And suddenly I hear like neck pain. I'm like, what? So then I just like, you know what? I just step out in faith and I said, hey man, do you have neck pain? Sometimes the person says, oh, I actually do. Mm. You know, how did you know? Oh, the Lord showed me. You know, so I mm. pray for them, you know, and generally when 
generally like when God reveals that, yeah. you know, that, you know, like you see a like instant healing or you see like, you know, like it improves after praying them, after praying for them like a few times. Right. So would you do that in the shop? Yes. Um, Everywhere. And if, it, and if it doesn't go work out, like let's say, so you pray, you take 30 seconds, you pray and you're like, Hey, how's your neck feeling? And they're mm. like, it's pretty much the same. Do you pray again? I do pray again, but if it's not, if nothing's changing after like two or three times, I just like, you know what? Uh, I used to get very sad about it because, mm. you know, I love seeing God move. I've seen him work incredible miracles, yeah. like boom. But sometimes I don't have the answers yet, but what the Lord did tell me is that sometimes when we're not seeing these things, it's it can be various different things. But mm. but the main thing, yeah, that's things a, like... That's the, a whole topic for another day. Yes, yeah, yeah. When and how God heals. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, well, I think just to go there just very, very briefly is, you know, Jesus kept... He kept bringing back to that verse, you know, seek and you will find. And he who keeps on seeking will find. Mm. He who keeps on asking will find. So it all comes down to being persistent and being like, okay, so Jesus, you walked on the earth and you did a whole lot of crazy stuff. You said that if we believe in you, you know, we'll do these things and greater things. But it turns out, you know what, we've got to be like persistent. Mm. So we've got to keep going and be able to like handle rejection. And it's, it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. And it, it hits your ego. It really does. Yeah. It really, really does. And I think that's a, like, I think for a lot of us, that's probably the biggest reason we don't engage mm. in spiritual conversations with people mm. is because we've tried before mm. and we got rejected and we felt mm. that pain. Mm. And then you're like, you know what? It's like, no one actually wants, I mean, that not that what we begin to believe? Like no one mm. actually wants to hear. And if I say something, they're probably just going to be upset with me mm. and they're going to reject me anyway. And so we just kind of shy away from mm. it. Yeah, so I used to think like that and you know you know, Holy Spirit spoke to me about that. He said, You know what? I was rejected by my own people. Sure. You know, and so you know what? And it's part of following Christ. It's part of mm. you know, like the word says, if they accept your message, great. If they don't, you know, like shake off the dust and carry on. It yeah. isn't said exactly like that, but but yeah, you know what I'm saying. Gist, yeah. So um so yeah, um I just learned to I don't know, God just gave me grace for it and you know what sometimes we have to ask. Lord, you know what give me give me strategy because mm. you know Jesus said to Peter, he said, "You know what? I'm going to make you like fishes of men." Yep. And different fish requires different bait. True that? And so sometimes that's where these parables come in. So you know that's why starting our conversation, that's the hardest part. Yeah. Try to take an interest in them, you know? Try to take an interest in every person. Sometimes you might just be drawn to someone you don't know why. Mm. But but you know, but you gotta ask yourself in the moment, you know what? Am I gonna lay down my my feelings, my desires for mm. that person? I don't know where their soul is going. Mm. But you know what? Sometimes you know, often it's about, okay, cool, you know, let's go talk to them and let Holy Spirit lead. And sometimes as soon as you step out, that's when the Lord starts leading. Sometimes yeah. you've got to be patient. Mm. I, I I really hope this is helping. Um, because I mean, I like to share, you know, like one or two great stories, mm. you know, as, you know, as well of. Um, well, we got about we got about five minutes, oh, so gosh. you want to get one in there for us? Okay, all right. So, sure. Okay, so, um, so yeah, it's quite a cool one of like a of like an interesting word of knowledge where the Holy Spirit gave myself and this other guy the, the exact same word of knowledge. Okay. So anyway, there I was. I was in Seapoint Main Road, and I parked my car, and and I realized, oh wait, you know, like I've got to go to the post office to pick up some gear that's come from from like Joburg from right. my studio. Anyway, so I'm walking down there, and there's this guy standing with like with crutches and he's like looking around for someone like he's really like focused mm. he sees me 
he points at me. I'm like, I'm looking around. He says, and he's he's got a cast okay. on his left, his left leg. And so and so I hear the Lord say clearly, pray for his leg to be healed. And so and so when I get to him, he says, Pray for my leg to be healed. Wow. <laughs> and I prayed for him. I just put my hand in hand in, and I said, In Jesus' name, and he's like shouting. He's shouting the name of Jesus. Or he had just he had just come from the doctor or whatever. And I don't know the full the full deal, but basically he said like he was actually about to go go get it operated on. Okay. You know, so so he had like a temporary like boot boot cast thing. So he took it off. Right. And he walked and he ran down Seapoint Main Road. Wow. With the crutches screaming the name of Jesus. Sure. So like, you know, and obviously that particular area is quite a what's the Pretty word? Pretty secular area. Yes, yes, yes. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, so that's one of them. Um That's I, cool. I think um yeah, you know, there's so many, but um I'm just also trying to think of sometimes I'll Maybe like I'll finish with this because I know we are running out of time is sometimes when you tell people about Jesus, you also got to remember what Paul said about sowing seeds yeah. and, you know, watering. Sometimes you won't see like a harvest, but you're encouraging them, you're telling them parables and you can, you know, so it's, you know, like engage them in conversation. Once you feel like you've built some like rapport with them, start telling them about your testimony. But it's got to be real. It's mm. got to be, you know, don't say, don't say this stuff like you hear in church all the time. It's got to be real to you because, mm. like, they want to know it's real. Most people have, like, have like heard that stuff. Yeah. But it's not a sales pitch. It's not a sales pitch. So you've got to actually engage with them and be like, you know what? This is how I was. I really struggled with this, with this, and this. Maybe maybe that wasn't your story. Maybe you've had something some encounters maybe you haven't but if you haven't had some had some beautiful you know encounters with the lord it's time to start seeking his face and mm. you know until you find him so you know and then once you find him you keep finding him more i mean you know so anyway i'm going to stop talking now i'll let you take over thanks johnny i mean i think that's one of the things that we can all experience like jesus in the scriptures it tells us like those who seek me will find me mm. as you draw near to god he draws near to mm. you and if there's anything that's the most important thing in our lives. Mm. It's to do our best to continue to come near to Jesus. Hundred percent. Yeah. And and as we do that, He leads and yeah. and He directs. And I think that's one of the things I've picked up just having done a c- couple of these conversations and just listening to how God is working mm-hmm. in your life and in, in my mate Gina's life and in Grant's life. It's it's always led by the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's it's never duty bound. It's never me trying to make something happen. Yeah. It's me because I know Jesus, I love Jesus, mm. I'm resting with Jesus, and I'm available to be used by him. Mm. And I love that which you said earlier, like I'm, I'm going to this place, I'm intentionally bringing Jesus into that space by mm. thinking and praying, Lord, I'm with you, you're with mm. me, use me as you see fit. Mm. You know, so if guys are in their workplace, so you, you're studying at university, you're at school, wherever, you can be praying those prayers every day as mm. you're driving into work, like, yeah, Lord, yeah. use me today. Like, who is it that you want to bring across my path? How can I encourage someone? How can I share the kingdom into whatever mm. space you've brought me in? And then we listen and we're available and we're not scared. Yeah. We fight our fears because I think that's part of our challenge. We, yeah, so you got to punch fear in the face. <laughs> so, yeah, you got to punch it in the face and, you know. Not you know, in the arm. Arm is yeah. not helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to stand up against fear and, and you know, that's something you have to confront. So Awesome. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, like I really wish we could talk more. I've got so much more to share. I think it was it was definitely challenging, you know, like condensing it. But but I think if I can just just like recap that one last thing of you know engaging with people, start a conversation. You know, it can you can start it however you like to start it, mm. and it's uncomfortable. 
but go for it and just mm. just remember that person's life is is you know like you know at risk you don't know where they're going have yeah. i always gotten it right definitely not yeah. i fail many times but the more you do the more better you get so once you get to the point where you've got a conversation going you're finding out what they're doing who they are what are they like you know, oh, you know, you know, like those vegetables are awesome. All oh, those clothes are cool or, you know, whatever. So like, you know, like be creative. Once you start building, building that, listen carefully to what they're saying and, you know, wait for your in where they say something. Which the spirit will open up for you. He will open up for you and you will know. If it doesn't happen, well, you know, like keep talking, you know, sometimes you just have to go straight into it and be like, you know what? Yeah, you know, like I want to encourage you, you know, what I was really you know, like I used to struggle with fear. I used to struggle with whatever, you know, mm. and and tell them how you were, how you are now and and tell them about some of your real times with the Lord. And then once you feel like, you know, you know, like, yeah, you've, you've, you've said enough, you know, you can invite them mm. to actually, you know, like, you know, to, yeah, to be born again, mm. you know, so, um, you know, to invite Jesus into their heart to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So, so yeah, um, it's a nutshell, but... Yeah, awesome. I'll, I'll finish with that. Johnny, thank you so much, mate. As you've heard, there's a lot more that Johnny's carrying in his heart that he would love to share. And so if you want to get in touch with him, please feel free to just drop me an email, brad at connectchurch.org.za. I'll very happily put you guys in touch. Uh, Johnny, it's been so great having you on the podcast today. Thank you so much for your time and for sharing your journey and your experience. Yeah, it's been, yeah you know, it's been, yeah, it's been like an absolute massive privilege. And um, yeah, hopefully I'll get like another chance. And, and uh, yeah, and yeah, guys, please, if you want to get in touch with me, I will. And you want to come walk around with me. You want to learn to be discipled. Come you on. know, you, you know, like reach the nations, reach, reach, reach people for Jesus. I'm here. I'm making myself available. It's like an adventure with God. Amen. All right. Amen. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you so much. This is the Disciple Making Podcast. So a call to be, come and be discipled is a beautiful way to finish up today. As we bring it to a close then, may God go with you into the week that's ahead of you. May you listen to him. May he speak to you. May he lead you. May he guide you. And until we see you again next week, ciao for now.